Okay. So I am calling Ben, and I'm supposed to remind him that there's a voicemail. And I'm afraid I'm going to forget if I don't do it, like, right away when he picks up. So, when he picks up, the first thing I'm going to do is tell him that there's a voicemail. Unless he doesn't pick up, in which case I won't do that, because I'm leaving a message for him. Uh, hey, Ben, this is Paul. Uh, we're doing the show, and I... Oh, here you are. Hey, Ben, can you hear me? I can. Yeah, hang on. I was on the other line, so... Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I was... Uh, Were you on the other line because we have a voicemail? No. <laughs> I um you know what after I sent you that email. Yeah. F, F, uh, okay, and he just right. hung up. Uh I don't think he me? hung up on purpose. Oh jeez. He's probably going to call me, but I'm calling him. Uh, Am I calling him? Switching I don't know. to my Let's find out. Maybe he's switching talking. to my uh, earbuds. Ah, hung up he the goes. call. Hey, Ben, can you hear me? Switching to my earbuds, hung up the call. That and is why wouldn't it? Not I expected behavior. <laughs> We're a minute and a half into the show, and this is great. Yeah, we're it's doing awesome. we're doing good. This is nice. <laughs> All right, this is so, what the uh, people come here to see. So the uh, the voicemail. Um, I after I sent you that text yesterday. I uh, so for the people, I sent Paul a text yesterday saying, "Remind me that we have a voicemail." Yes. And uh, and after I sent that, I realized that since we're not live streaming this, I don't have a way for you and the people to listen to the voicemail. Oh! So we're going to save it for the next time we're live streamed. However, I will give you a um, I will give you a, a sneak peek into it. Apparently, okay. some scammers some scammers have spoofed our phone number, and somebody called to complain. What? Yep. Ah, jeez. Thing that happened. That's not great. That's not great at all. How do we? How do we stop that from happening? I I have no idea. Can you uh, like? Do you call someone? <laughs> yeah. What was? Um. I don't want people to get mad at us. It's not our fault though. We didn't do it. I know. I. It's not our fault. And I'm wondering if. I mean, I would, I'll probably just change the outgoing voicemail saying, hey, thanks for calling the Goody Lawrence podcast. Leave a message. And uh, if you got a scam call, that wasn't us. Don't get mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it should, it should start out. It really should start <laughs> out. Uh, thank you for calling the Goody Lawrence podcast. Don't get mad at us. <laughs> and then also mention that we don't do scams. Just because right. I don't want anyone to get mad at us for other reasons either. <laughs> Well, that's too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I thought it was somebody who liked us, not someone who's nope. mad at someone who isn't us. That's like, that really is, truly, that is the opposite of someone who likes us. Someone who dislikes someone who isn't us. Exactly. Yeah, we bear the brunt. Yeah, I hate it. I don't like it. Now I'm mad. We're on <laughs> that guy's side, or, or woman's side. It was a. It, it sounded like a lovely old lady who just had too many uh, scam phone calls. Oh no! Did she leave her number? We should call her and apologize <laughs> on behalf of the scammers. And if she doesn't answer, we should just keep calling until she does pick up. Oh jeez. Uh, hey, I've gotten a couple calls uh, recently uh, from those people who say that there's a social security uh, problem oh, yeah. and they're going to arrest me. I've gotten a number of those, yeah. No one has arrested me yet. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, I um that, at least that I know of. Apparently, yeah, there there's a there's also a lien on my mortgage. I don't have a mortgage. Yeah. Um, Chase Bank is going to cancel my credit card. I don't have a Chase Bank credit card. And apparently, I'm also a uh, foreign exchange student from China who is at risk of being sent home. Oh, no. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that has happened when actual scammers call me, uh, and I believe... That we've talked about this before, but it's my favorite thing uh, is that when somebody calls saying that there's a problem with my computer, 
I usually right. do this. My computer, and then from there I make something up, which is like, <laughs> you found it? <laughs> because that's that's not something that they're used to. Right. Where, or, or of course, uh, this isn't my computer. <laughs> is another one. Um, there are a number of videos on YouTube about people who receive these scam calls and are able somehow to hack into the scammer's computer. Oh, I've and heard like, about that. Yeah. yeah, And like they can look at their personal information. They can access the security cameras of the, of the building that everybody's in. It's pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. There's, there's something akin to that, that Jennifer kind of showed me, which is, um, it's something that happens on TikTok sometimes for people who who I'm just making up this phrase now, Ben. TikTok tough. People who are TikTok <laughs> tough who like abuse other people. And Jennifer yeah. has shown me this before. I've seen a couple of these now where someone will someone will you you, you know about stitching on TikTok, right? Ooh, this is going to be the Rosetta Stone for the future archaeologists who are using our podcast which somehow survives <laughs> to find out what life was like in the 21st century all right i i can make up what i think stitching means but why don't you tell me so you, uh so tiktoks are either 15 seconds or a minute normally those are the the two standard times yeah uh, for stitching what you do is you take what a small percentage like five seconds or whatever of that 15 seconds or one minute and you play that from that uh, from another person's tiktok and then you put your commentary or spin or whatever after it all right yeah, as yeah. opposed I, to I, a I... duet which plays the entire thing in sort of a half screen with you on one half and the other person on the other uh, so, i've seen examples of both of these so someone will stitch something where someone is being you know, in general, it's normally when someone's being, like, racist towards someone or, you know, threatening someone, whatever. And they'll say, hey, now, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. I'm sure that, you know, Chase Bank, where you work, wouldn't want you doing this. I'm sure <laughs> that your your mother, Linda, wouldn't want you doing this. And yeah. what about your sister, who's just finishing her bachelor's degree? If she saw you doing that, she might not do so well in her final next week. And, you know, and then, like, they just, it's right. creepy, but it's also, I've, I've, the ones, now, granted, I've only seen the ones that uh, my wife has sent me, but uh, they've always been uh, people on the side of good. Yeah. I saw one earlier today where it was this, uh, this girl, probably late teen, early 20s, um, and she was like, hey, guys, if you had an hour with me where I couldn't say no, what would you do? You know, oh. and then, like, walked off with a wink. And this, this old guy was like, well, youngin', uh, we'd go fishing, and I'd talk to you about your life choices. Uh, I thought you were going to say the one that I saw for that same one, which is great, which is... Uh, I've got this spreadsheet and it got corrupted somehow. And so a lot of the values <laughs> are incorrect. And so we need to go through this entire thing. And also, if you know anything about uh, SQL, there are a couple of queries that we have to fix because so far uh, the information that they return is uh, not what is expected. So I, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I saw another um, one, as long as we're describing videos. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is great. This is what <laughs> anyone wanted to know what life is like in the 21st century. We're, we're at 2021 right now, and this is totally, I mean, if you're out uh, at, at like dinner with someone, this is something you do too. You describe one-minute video clips that someone that you don't know has made and posted publicly. And that uh, you saw once. And yeah. you're trying to detail it. It was exactly. one of those, it, it wasn't a sitch video. It was a like a duet, but it just kept layering on and layering on and layering on. Where each successive one like filled in a hole that the previous yeah. one left, and yeah. it was like this. This lady was like, "I, I don't want to hear I, your I, comments." 
without adding anything. Something like that. And it just got more and more absurd. Yeah, and, yeah uh, exactly. Ben, this is crazy, right? Because imagine, if you will, right? How many people use TikTok? How many creators do they have? Hundreds of thousands, right? Yeah. If yeah, if not more. It's like if when we were kids, there were like three channels. And yeah. you would say, hey, did you see this show last night? And shows lasted an hour. So the chances that you caught some of an hour-long show when you had three chances to get it, uh, pretty high. Pretty pretty high that you saw that show. Um, The fact that you and I both saw the same TikTok. Now, granted, you know, (laughs) they're not that long. They're a minute, right? So, you know, the percentages are kind of, but it's still pretty cool. And granted, it's curated also by an algorithm. Which is interesting. Uh, you know, so how, why is it choosing who sees what? You know, we may never know exactly. But uh, still, pretty well, cool. Once you understand the algorithm, you get pulled out of the matrix. Ah! hey no, Don't do it! <laughs> um, so, the, the, the one other... Oh, God, what was it? What was it? Oh, no. I lost it, Ben. I lost it. There was something I was going to say, and then the matrix talk made me uh not do it um speaking oh, of oh, that yeah yeah oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I remember i remember okay um, all right uh we t- may, might have talked about this on the podcast before but i still find it incredibly interesting um there are of course the companies in china who ship you things so that they get their amazon stats up right and you didn't buy it they just ship it to you to show that they have completed so many orders or whatever. That's one so thing. People around the country are just getting random crap from China. Exactly. Yes. This is, a I thing had that not happens. heard of that. Yeah. Look it up. And there's a news story that I read and I only read it once and I can't find it. Cause I didn't write down who wrote it or, or who the author was or, or whatever. But, um, if you look into these mailings from China thing, uh, this one guy was trying to, to, get to the bottom of it and he found this it's this weird cyclical thing where there was a he eventually found a college that didn't really exist that had people working for it that was associated to this bookstore and when he went to the bookstore it looked like it was just a room that people had just put some books in and in that bookstore were also some items that people had gotten mailed to them from China. And I was reading it, and I was like, you know what this is? I don't think that a human being owns this company. I think that this is an AI that has somehow created this bookstore company and this college. And it's it's actually cre- – because it has that those trappings, right? If you've ever played needs- AI, AI yeah, Dungeon it- – but it needs it needs people. So how, does the AI go through and recruit? Yeah, exactly. You could be you could be if you work for a job, and you don't really understand what it is that the company does, and it's very confusing. You could be working for a company run by an AI. <laughs> I think it's gonna I think it's gonna happen more and more. Where all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I don't think that this is actually a real company. But as long as the check's clear, people aren't gonna question it. Exactly. But yeah, after a while, I think that's how the AI was going to take over, Ben. It's going it, to be soft. <clears throat> You're not going to notice that it's happening. Stuff's just going to be a little weird while the AI is trying to figure out what's going on. And then eventually it'll get better. Again, I, I call out AI Dungeon. Play it for a while. And it it does a really good job. But then every once in a while, there's something that doesn't add up. And you're like, well, huh. That doesn't make any sense. And then the AI self-corrects and it gets better as you as you go on. AI Dungeon. It's a game uh, that you can play on your online. On your phone? On oh, your online. phone. On your phone. And, uh, it, yeah, it's a portal, basically. Gotcha. Um, so you there's an app for it. And then there's also a um, the actual uh, site also it's it's the same it's the same it's just an interface to get to the thing and ben i recommend making your own (laughs) it there's a once you sign up there's a thing called my stuff and you can put in your own prompt and you can put in 
anything. I played a, a dungeon based on Waiting for Godot, uh, for example. You just cut and paste text, and then it makes stuff makes stuff up. I love playing it with it, but I had to delete it from my phone, Ben. Do you know why? I played got, it too much. Yeah, you got too involved. Yep, exactly. And even talking about it, I kind of want to do it again. But anyway, <laughs> that's what... The, so getting back to it, that's what this company was kind of like. It was like one of those, but in real life. An AI... You know, the, the this person does not exist, right? You've seen that. Yeah. This yeah. person does not exist.com, where it looks like a person, but then you look closer and they've got a tooth like on top of their lip or whatever. Same or thing. Or it's this... just a fully fully generated person. It's not based on any one person. But well, No, no, they're not based on any one person. But when you look at them, you can see something weird, like the earlobe has a hole, right, where their um, earring would be, right? But then their face has a hole similar because it kind of thinks that that should be there. Or someone's glasses kind of go into their face a little bit. Little um, artifacts that show you that, aha, this is an AI-generated person. This isn't real. A real person. If you, if you look at this person does not exist enough, and you look at the, the numbers enough, you'll see some of those small imperfections. I'm looking at one right now. Yep. And the... the um... Yeah, the, the pupils of the eyes are not round, not perfectly round. But I got to yep. say, on the picture I'm looking at right now, I'm actually going to take a screenshot of this and I'll post it in the show notes. Um, the So the, the, the image that was generated looks like a you know, 13, 14-year-old boy. But there's something right next to him that looks like a demon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... a little unnerving. So, so yeah, those kind of things are very, very, very odd, right? Uncanny yeah. Valley, but even more so. Like, like it looks like a person, but then you notice that there's something a little off. That's how this company feels, especially when the journalist writes about it. And and the journalist who's writing about it doesn't doesn't bring up AI, I don't think, doesn't bring up computers at all. But m- noticing these kind of patterns, I was like, man. Uh-oh, did I lose this them? this isn't... Paul? A computer that started a company. It's a person the AI that got thinks a little like upset a computer that we're talking about it so much. Because it doesn't get the Paul, human I can't hear it, you. Right? It's pretty weird. Uh, but I, I, I wonder if he's realizing you were going to say disconnected. something uh, way back. I wonder, like, I wonder like if it's my fault. Ago, I think. I'm still connected to him, but I can't hear him. And I know I'm going to hang up and call what him it back. Is, but Boy, this, this show is so good right now. Off. Did you go away, oh, ben? he sent me a voicemail, too. I can't hear you. Did you hang uh, up? Hey, Ben, this is Paul. Did I hang up on you? I might have hung up on you. I'll call you back. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call weird. him. Okay, so right. I'm calling Ben. And... Oh, he's Maybe calling I me. Maybe I switched to um, Bluetooth and Paul. Ben hung up. Hey, what happened? I have no idea. It just it's, You just went silent, but I was still connected to you. Huh, I bet you it switched to Bluetooth. It does that sometimes. Uh, I've, I've got it I've got it on headphones though. That was weird. So sorry about that. Uh, oh, the computer I, probably did it. Yeah, oh, that's but, what I that's what I was saying. But so did you hear what was the last thing I said? Did you hear me say I think you were gonna say something five minutes ago, but I talked over you? No, uh, uh you were saying that you uh something about um the the journalist who is writing about this this uh, company. Oh yeah, I, I all I was saying is that that journalist uh, doesn't mention AI when talking about it at all. Right. But but for me, and it's just because I I happen to be doing a lot of of research into AI. And when I say research, I don't mean like reading books <laughs> and stuff, but I mean like just playing around with it. Um, where I recognized, oh, this is the kind of stuff that AI has problems with but i also know my mind and i know if i'm reading a lot about if everything you read is a book about hammers everything you look at starts to be a book about hammers or however it works um so yeah yeah well i mean that that's like numerology right if you start thinking of the number three you see threes everywhere absolutely that is correct so hey speaking about seeing threes everywhere um 
What is <laughs> going really on a, in the news? Not, not really a segue there. It's just yeah, a, that was a, that was a, that was good. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about the Three Stooges, but I can't remember what it was that I was going to talk about with. Uh, oh, oh, I remember the Three Stooges. How there were more than three, you know, but there right. were always three at a time. Shemp. Yeah, and uh, um, Curly Joe. Uh, Howard Curly. Their last name was Howard Besser. There was a there was a Curly Joe Besser, I think. Oh uh, yes, uh, but uh, uh, Larry was the other yeah. one. Larry Fine, I think. Um, but but so the idea is, if you're you know, I think at least for me it was Larry Moe and Curly that yeah. those were the three Stooges, and if you were going to pick a three Stooges to have, those would be them. Um, but that is not what I was talking about. I was just making a bad segue for the news, <laughs> which I have not been paying attention to. Uh, it just so happens that a lot of stuff has been going on at work. So I, I've been also watching a lot of Dimension 20. I, I finished uh, the sophomore season just right before the podcast started. So, yeah, that's my question for you. What's uh, what's up? Do you know anything in the um... news? You know, there's been a lot of local sports news in the news lately. Um, Yeah. Uh, Like the Russell Wilson, the Seahawks quarterback, uh, rumored wants to be traded. uh, But other rumors say he doesn't want to be traded. Um, uh, The CEO of the Mariners went on a Zoom call with the Bellevue Rotary Club and basically said the things out loud that you're not supposed to say and pissed off not just the fan base, but most of the players on the team. Oh no! Like he said stuff about baseball. Yeah, yeah. He was he was he was given these Rotarians some um, incredible insight into the inner workings of the team. Oh, um, you know, talk like he thinks he thinks like the, our starting pitcher is very boring. And, Interesting. Uh, so that pitcher then put very boring on his Twitter bio. Um, oh boy! There was a too uh, goofy to hate. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but other other news. What else is happening? Oh, well, um, well. Let me let me say something about uh, the Russell Wilson thing. Yeah. Uh, some rumors say that he wants to be traded. Other rumors say he doesn't want to be traded. My guess is, uh, just from what I know about people, he wants to be traded if it will better his circumstances, but he doesn't want to be traded. If that will better his circumstances, I would like to be traded to another team if they will pay me more than I am making here. But I would love to stay if they're willing to pay me more to stay here. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think it could be both things. Yeah. I th- as far as the specific circumstance, I think it's less about how much he's being paid because he gets paid rather a lot. Yeah. But it's more about he doesn't. I, I, I don't think he thinks the team is set up for success. Uh, uh, I don't think his, uh, he wants more control into like who they draft and who they trade for, which, I mean, I don't know how football players and coaches manage that relationship, but or general managers for, for that matter. Uh, but he was he's one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, and he also was sacked the most times this season. And uh-huh. so and that's he's, not good, right? That is not good. Okay. Uh, so he he wants a better O line. Did uh, I mention anyway. that? Uh, oh, I get it. Because because other people their their job is to keep him from getting sacked. Yes. Uh yes. Uh, did I mention to you? I think I might have mentioned to you uh, either last time or the time before. Dimension Twenty. I understand sports now. After watching it, <laughs> you understand sports. Yeah, yeah, I get why people watch. I totally get it. Because, okay, Dungeons & Dragons is a game that I understand. It's a game that I understand, a game that I like to play, right? And when I'm watching other people play Dimension 20, I'm like, oh, you should do this. Oh, Oh, you should do this. Oh, no, why did you do that? And then when they scream at your TV? Right, and then when they do the thing that I wanted them to do, I'm like, aha, you did it. We did it. We, yes, that's right. I get it, right? You yeah. are you are playing kind of through them. Their successes become your successes. And when they fail because they're not listening to you, even though they can't hear you, 
it's their fault and and you're mad at them. It's also, I mean, I don't know how Dimension Twenty, um, uh, how how you how you find your people, the people you that you like. But in in terms of sports, sports represent a city or a state. So yeah. if you have any civic pride in your location, then you want your city, your state, to beat the other city. Or right. State. Well, it's it's real easy. Um, well, actually, no, I could I could see too. It's it's more like the the Harlem Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals a little bit. Yeah. Because you got the DM who's running the thing, and then you've got the players who are the people. And so the Washington Generals are there so that the Harlem Globetrotters can have a team to play against. But it's the Harlem Globetrotters uh, who you care about. Right. Sort of the same thing. The DM is there. To build the world for the people and to, to have the NPCs that the people fight. But you're 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 not like I, I guess you can be like this DM's gr-. I mean, here's the thing. Brendan Lee Mulligan, who is the DM for Dimension 20, is great. He's super at it. He uh as as a person who who wants to run games and will whenever Jennifer gets back and Betty is done with her school stuff. Um, or the COVID ends, whichever happens first. Um, you know, it, it's great to watch him. He's very inspiring. Makes me want to, you know, run games and do stuff like that. But as far as, you know, the show goes, watching, watching the way that the people, I think Paul, I think it's happening again. Yep. Happened again. Yep. Watching the way that the people <laughs> run into uh, the problems and solve the problems and all that, even though you can see uh, the Dungeon Master constructing the problems, it's the way that the people figure it out. And especially when they do something that the Dungeon Master didn't expect, that's where the real fun and joy comes into it. <laughs> Well, if you like watching people play D and D, and this isn't really people playing D and D, it's more of a, um, it's more of a dramatization of a D and D game. But uh, Annex's latest show, Vampires of the Neverwood, is a choose-your-own-adventure Dungeons and Dragons romp. Yes, and if you haven't seen it, which I haven't, uh, you should. Which I should. Um, <laughs> you have it... three more chances to watch oh, a complete geez. story. Okay, here's what I'm going to do, Ben. Uh, it's happening again. Yeah, I'm going to turn Bluetooth off, which I should have done before. <laughs> because, yeah, I, it, I'm it i not asking it to do I used to think that my phone uh, would react with my face, but I think it just decides to do it. I think it just says, oh, I'm going to do this now. Well, wait. You, so I thought you are. I thought you you wear a pair of Bluetooth headsets to do this. I normally do, and this is the thing. But I couldn't find them, so I I just have a, a wired ah, headset. Gotcha. In. Uh, and for whatever reason, that's not. <laughs> it, the Bluetooth is still trying to connect, even though I don't know where it is. The Bluetooth is somewhere in the house trying to connect with me. Yeah, it's like You're... a horror film, except <laughs> not very interesting. This connectivity is coming from inside the house. Uh, oh, yeah. so other other news things. Other news things. This just happened today. Um, well, it, it, I don't know how to make you guess this. The uh, the House of Representatives passed a bill. Um, oh. Okay. And uh, and it's it provides protections, federal protections for a certain subset of the population. Can you guess what this subset is? Uh, are they humans? They are humans. Okay. Um, are they... Does this have to do with their citizenship status? It does not have to do with their citizenship status. Okay. Does it have to do with their identity? Yes. Okay. Uh, does it have to do with their gender identity yes hey that's great i don't i don't really care what else 
Um, <laughs> but but the but but just the fact, just the fact that the House of Representatives passed something to help people based on their gender identity is a good news story. I hope that it doesn't yeah. suck as we get further in, but I don't think it's, it will. Yeah, it did. Um, LGBTQ protections were have previously been up, left up to the states. Um, this is the first time that a federal law has passed through the House of Representatives. Of course, it goes to the Senate now, and then the president will have to sign it. Nobody thinks there's going to be a roadblock anywhere in there. Uh, but it is called the Equality Act, and it is a uh, landmark piece of legislation. Now, here's this the thing. sounds huge. Here's the thing. Uh, this was just announced like a couple hours ago. I've not yeah, and- actually read anything about it, so I don't know how far it goes. It might be a terrible bill. Who knows? But it's a and good I, step. Uh, it's a step s- in the right direction. Speaking about terrible bills, let me tell you. At one point <laughs> in time, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the only, the only. Person yeah, I know named Bill drink. that that hopped into mind is someone that I I would not want to be associated with the term terrible Bill because he's a very very nice person. Oh, I and, I thought you were talking about the uh, the disgraced television star from the eighties. That terrible. Oh bill. oh yeah. Speaking about terrible bills, no, I, I've told you before. There are some things. Oh God, God Ben, I don't want to cause controversy. <laughs> no one is 100% evil. But, okay. No one is 100% evil. Bill Cosby at one point in time did a thing that I still think is admirable. Uh he said that in his movies stunt people who played him had to be actual African Americans, people of color. He did not want white stunt people to put on blackface and be his stunt person. Yeah, that's uh that that is admirable. That Does that uh, overshadow other bad things? No. <laughs> but still, whenever anybody brings him up, I always that's the first thing I think about whenever I'm like, you know, he's he is he was he a great dude? Not under all circumstances, for sure. But then again, a lot of people aren't great under all circumstances. Am I excusing things? No, I am not. No. (laughs) Pointing out a good thing someone did doesn't mean that they're, you know, exonerated and not a bad person. Yeah, it does Uh, not excuse the bad thing. As I think Jennifer has pointed out many times, and I'm sure other people as well, uh, we talk bad about Adolf Hitler, but remember, he's the guy that killed Hitler. Exactly. Which I like a lot. <laughs> um, but, so, uh, so that's that's good news. Yeah, I, I mean, Ben, I think I've talked to you about this before. I, it was a statement I made just recently in my, I was saying in my waking life, in my non-podcast life. Yeah. Um, I think that they pronouns for third person singular is going to become the norm in like 30 years or so. I think, if not sooner. I really, I really think that it, there's no reason for it not. It's just like how we use the for table and chair and all that kind of stuff. And French people have masculine and feminine. Yeah. versions of the does that does it freak us out ben that we don't have gender for objects no so it does do, not are you saying 30 years because that's about the time when all the uh prejudice prejudiced people old people are gonna die off hey man uh <laughs> i was about to say i'm so sorry i was about to say here's hoping which wasn't <laughs> Wasn't no, it was. It, I just, I, I was just making a rough estimate of how long it might take. Uh, Speaking well, of that, Hasbro yeah. recently. Um, <laughs> rough ha- estimate re- from Hasbro. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, uh, well, speaking of using um, uh, uh, non-gender pronouns. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. I know this one. I know this one. Non-ge- or, 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 um, uh, what's that called? 
What, what is that word called? Anyway, honorific. you know what I'm talking about. A what? Honorific. Prefix. Honorific. That's what I'm trying to think of. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, potato a, head. Potato head. Is it just potato head? It is think, now. Yeah, and I like it. That that Ben, what a great what a great timing by Hasbro. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly. Or that, has sibling. <laughs> because the the concept of mom, dad, two kids, uh, that was pushed propaganda wise doesn't match a lot of people's experience. And why not allow people to make their own family using a plastic potato? <laughs> a universal what, symbol of family. What, what could be more American? <laughs> than, do you know that Mr. Potato Head at one point in time was just stuff that you put into a potato to make it into a person? Back in my day, we had to provide our own potato. Yeah, exactly. And then the plastic potato came in. But here's the thing that Thanks the, to Big Plastic. The people that made the potato head did something smart, which was that you keep the pieces for the potato head inside in of the, the potato. potato. Yeah. My God. All of a <laughs> sudden it's it's brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> so So yeah, good good on them, I say. Good on Hasbro. And Again, a, a name that is people, in itself gendered. People who, people who are. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not laughing at people being stupid, but I am kind of. People who are, who are like, well, how am I supposed to explain to my kid X, Y, or Z? <laughs> Kids are stupid. My God, you have to explain. I, you have to explain everything to your kids. That's your job. <laughs> How do I explain? How am I my... supposed to explain astrophysics to my child? How am I supposed to explain a mom and a mom instead of a mom and a dad to my kid? I don't know. How are you supposed to explain that you aren't supposed to poop outside unless you're locked out of your house, in which case <laughs> it's okay? How does that get explained? There's circumstances, context. And I will go on record with this, Ben. I may not have told this story in the podcast before, but this is an actual thing that happened to me. Alright. I was a kid. Now, granted, we've pointed out and we figured out that I have at least I am at least on the autism spectrum. I may not be, you know... Diagnosed? I may not be... Well, I have been diagnosed pretty much. I, I don't know. Here's a, here's a question. Uh, if your psychologist says, I think you have autism, is that being diagnosed? Or do you have to get a piece of paper that you can put into something? Because, I, have no, I honestly have yeah. no idea. So, yeah, because I've been told by at least two psychologists that they think that I am on the autism spectrum. So, there's that. But this is a true story. I was at the zoo, and I don't remember which animal it is. We're just going to say lions, even though I don't think it's a lion. Um, and, you know, I said, I, I, I said something like, uh, I like that lion. And somebody said, do you think it's a boy or a girl? I said, what do you mean? And they said, you know, like, is it a boy lion or a girl lion? And I'm like, I don't understand what you're asking me. And they said, well, like, like how I'm a boy and she's a girl. And I was like, what? They were adults, right? Yeah. But I didn't understand that there were boy adults and girl adults. That, that there were, I did not understand the concept of gender at that moment. It had to be explained to me. I was probably about four or five. Was this concept due to age? Well, here's like, the thing. Like, if he said, I'm a man, she's a woman, is that a man lion or a woman lion? No. Would that have no, made sense to still, you? Still didn't make sense to me. I And this is this is why I think you're right about age. I mean, I knew, I knew that there was mom, and I knew that there was dad, right? Yeah. But genders of people that weren't mom and dad, 
I didn't really get. Here's the other thing. I remember this specifically because it was such an awkward conversation in retrospect. When I was seven in second grade, I was, I was in the car with my dad and there were girls playing soccer at a soccer field and we were passing them. And I said, dad, I've figured out how to tell the difference between a boy and a girl. And he goes, okay. And I was like... (laughs) I'm sure he was looking forward to your answer. And I said, girls have boobs. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, that's... That's That's how you tell. So that was my my big understanding of, of that. The difference in uh, genitalia between people was not something I understood until, and I'm serious about this, fifth grade, at which point I was shown a video about it. In fifth grade? Like in school or did one of your friends have a a tape? In school. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. No. (laughs) I was shown a video about it. Oh, no, some guy. (laughs) Hey, kid, you want to see something neat? It was in the pool house. I'm sorry, the the pool hall. My mistake. Um, And it was on his phone, which for the 1980s was insane. No, You should have um, seen the size of that phone. So... (laughs) As big as a TV. Do you think it was just a TV? Ah. (laughs) But no, the... but, But fifth grade, that is way too late, I think. To understand, uh, to which uh, my friend Jeff, I remember this too, because before we saw the video, they were talking about it, and and I had mentioned that I I had I had mentioned God, uh, I I believed that babies came out of the woman's butt, and at, Jeff, at fifth grade, yes, and Jeff, friend of the podcast, said. Oh my God, this kid doesn't even know the basics. Yeah, and then that's a fair coincidentally, thing for a fifth grader to say. Coincidentally, the the video was shown at that time. So yeah, um, so the idea of how am I going to tell my kids about to at least you know now granted not everyone has had my experience. Yeah, I, I know that, but um. It's not something that's going to be too difficult for the if if they're anything like I was. And granted, again, I I keep on having to make this disclaimer. I'm weird, uh, but but explaining to a kid how am I going to explain two moms? Hey, sometimes there are two moms. Oh, okay, that's how that goes. Yeah. If you're weird about it, if you're having a hard time about it, that's a completely different problem. Well, yeah, it's don't it's bring pl- your kid into it. Easier to explain to your kid something like that than later in life trying to excuse your prejudices. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised that you saw a health video like that in the fifth grade. It wasn't until I was in the seventh grade, but where we in health class where we saw those kinds of videos. Yeah, the videos weren't great, you know. Um, they're drawings, and and there was a there was a thing. I bring it up all the time, and I probably brought it up in this podcast, but maybe not. Um, the the wording it has never left my mind. Uh, it's the man places his penis into the woman, which is. <laughs> Milady, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, like holds up a then, tray with a penis on a napkin, and he presents it to the woman, ex- and she gives exactly. her okay. Or, and then he, you know, then and then he, the man places his penis to the woman, and then he goes off for a <laughs> jog, comes back and retrieves it later. And then nine John months S- later, they have a stork brings a baby. Yeah. Speaking about which, John S. Hall, King Missile, detachable penis. Have you seen it? I have. Hey, well, there many, you go. Many, that, many, many years ago. That answers my question, which is when 
1991, I became enamored with the group King Missile. Yeah. Uh, no one had heard about <clears throat> of them in my circle of friends, and then Detachable Penis uh, became popular, and then everybody had heard of them when I said, King Missile, I'm a big fan of theirs, and they would say, who? And I would say, Detachable Penis. They're like, oh, yeah. How the heck? I, I think I saw, I must have seen something like that on a... Um a compilation of weird videos, it, which also included... It's, I think it was like a Dr. Demento compilation or something. Ah, yeah. That uh, also included uh, fish heads. Fish heads. Yeah. Oh, my God, we did it. Hey, it's us. <laughs> uh, I think... Wasn't Bill Paxton somewhat somehow involved in the fish heads video? It I wouldn't surprise me. I kind of want to say he was. Yeah, pretty odd. Oh, speaking of Bill Paxton... Uh, and news, I saw a um, a video of the alternate ending to Titanic. Okay. Where? Okay, so in the in the actual okay, first of all, tell me, do you remember what happens at the actual ending of Titanic? I, you know what, I've never seen that movie. Oh my god, this is going to be horrible then, because I'm... <laughs> so, my my recollection of it is that it turns out that she had, uh, you know, he's looking for this, for this, um, this jewel that was supposedly lost in the Titanic. It turns out that she had it the whole time, and she drops it into the water. Uh, I saw an alternate take of it, though, where she's about to throw it and they stop and they have this big conversation and then she throws it into the water and Bill Paxton's character starts laughing and a guy's mad that she threw it in the water and all this kind of stuff. And it plays like a completely different uh, film. I, I The only thing I know about the end of the film is that there was a thing a while ago where some, some podcast or some TV host that I listened to kept complaining that um, whatever piece of drift not driftwood uh, but whatever piece oh, of yeah. wood that um was her name rose that rose was on yeah there was plenty of room for leonardo dicaprio to get up on it i, I feel I as though mythbusters i think even might have done this maybe that's where i heard of it like they actually got the piece of wood and well like a, a, a comparable size piece of wood and yeah. like would, you know, if, if uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio character tried to crawl up on it, would it have swamped the piece of wood? Would they both have fallen in the water? Would he have been able to be saved? Et cetera, et cetera. And it turned out that, yeah, he could have gotten on it. That sounds that sounds like something that Mythbusters would have done, perhaps. They, yeah. they had a, a whole series of movie stuff. Um, but, yeah, the the I, I think the way that they ended up doing it in the real movie is there's a touching... Spoilers for Titanic. The boat goes down. <laughs> No, there's a, a touching little thing where where she um, she's looking at it and then she she throws it in and says whoops at the same time like like a sort of a she does do it on purpose but she pretends like she didn't yeah uh, because you know she's old and everybody wants this this uh, this thing and I think there's a there's a there's a part where. Bill Paxton's character says something like, I wish I could have held it in my hand just once. Um, and then goes back inside and then she takes it out. Whereas in the in the alternate version, uh, he says, let me touch it just once. And then he holds it and then he hands it back to her. And then the, the, the thing is, she throws it into the ocean and then she starts laughing and then he starts laughing. And there's uh, an overweight bearded guy with glasses who's like their tech guy or whatever. And says something like, that really sucks, lady. <laughs> and then Bill Paxton points at him and starts laughing. And he gets mad. And it's just not um, not what the person who posted it wanted for the end of Titanic. They said this would have ruined the movie for me. Um, I don't know if it would have ruined the movie for me. Because now that I've seen it, it's sort of like, um, you know, the two paths diverging in the timeline. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel one way or the other about the two endings. Neither so, do I. Yeah. So why are we talking about it, Ben? It's because 
it's time for me to yell for Betty and see if she comes down. Because she's it? doing homework. So maybe she will come down. Hey, Betty! Podcast! <laughs> so we'll see. Um, Start she is the timer. reading Romeo and Juliet. Oh, really? For uh, her English class, yes. And there's a character named Peter in it. Ben, who is Peter in Romeo and Juliet? Uh, why? Well, I know the answer to this, but I want to see if you know it. Because uh, I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I don't, actually. Yeah, me neither. So uh, I asked her, and she said, probably a servant. Ah. So yeah, when I um, when we were when I was in high school, we watched the uh, a movie uh, of Romeo and Juliet. I think it's Zeffirelli. Yeah, and, we saw uh, that too. There's there's uh, there's a nude section in it. There like is Juliet, a nude section. Juliet has a topless scene, and my English teacher like feigned surprise. I'm like, you dude, you have to. You show this every year. You have to remember that this part. I think he just likes showing it to kids. Yeah, I I feel as though we saw that exact same thing. I think that might be a rule. Here, buddy. Hi. So, um, are you going to be watching Romeo and Juliet for your English class at all? I don't think so. Okay. There's a... Make sure you don't watch um, the Zeffirelli uh, cut. Yeah, there's there's one that's got dudes who did it. Oh, boy. Uh, and there's also one that's crazy uh, that has, like, guns and stuff in it. Wow. Is that, like, Claire Danes or something? Is that Yeah, the Claire Danes in? and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Nice. For um, Romeo and Juliet. Dude. How are you How are you doing on that? Titular parts. Uh, still working on it. Who's your favorite character in Romeo and Juliet? I don't know. We're all the same. Oh, really? <laughs> but not. I don't. I don't know. There's a guy whose name starts with an M. Mercutio. Yeah. What about that guy? Mm, I don't know, man. Cause he's a he's a crazy dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. There you go. I'm not oh. in the right place right now. Okay. I love you. Me too. Um. I, it's been a long time since I've read the play or have seen an adaptation, uh, but I, I did uh, uh, I, I did remember a character called Tybalt. Yeah, in fact, you know, there's a there's a fun thing about that. Um, there, as as you know, theaters are sometimes in uh, the uh, places where rent is cheaper. <laughs> less so if you live in Seattle this guy uh, whose name was David uh, Bearford also went by David Gregory and I don't remember which one was his stage name um, but anyway David was uh, out behind the theater and this group of young toughs came up to him <clears throat> And they're like, what are you dressed like that for? And he said, oh, we're doing Romeo and Juliet. And he, he nods and looks at him and goes, who are you, like Tybalt? <laughs> and it, it stuck with him as uh, the bard gets around, Ben. That's the Boy, that bard, he story. does get around. Yeah. I David, feel like I've fa I've fallen down on my uh, my Shakespeare knowledge in my older age. I don't. It's not something I read for pleasure. It's like I, you know, I could tell you who everybody was in college because you know we studied the classics, but uh, I just don't. I don't seek out Shakespeare, and I hear some of my uh, contemporaries just drop all this Shakespeare knowledge, and I, I got to tell you, I feel a little uh, embarrassed that I don't know it. Well, Ben. Uh... Neither a borrower nor a lender be, I suppose. <laughs> I also, I also just packed up my uh, complete works of Shakespeare because I am. Uh, by You're this moving. Time, by this time next week, I will be in my new apartment. Hey, and I got a new couch. Hey, what did you do with your old one? Uh, it's sitting on the sidewalk <laughs> with a free sign on it. I um, knew it. 
And there are no sidewalks near my house. Uh, so it's sitting, uh, not actually on the sidewalk, but on my, the sidewalk from the curb to my house. Yeah. And then if no one picks it up, by March 3rd, the city's going to come and get it. Did the so city I'm, tell you that? Uh, I made an appointment with the city. Oh, gotcha. They're going to come out and get it. Uh, Is it going to rain or snow? Um, Actually, let me see. Well, but the thing is, if the city's going to come and get it, it doesn't matter. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, but, you know, if somebody's, you know, cruising around for a free couch, they're not going to want to pick up one that's been soaking overnight. It's going to rain on Tuesday. Tuesday's Tuesday the second. is the second. So, on Tuesday the second, I will move it to where they're going to pick it up. And then that should work. Rock and roll. I see you didn't yeah. want to go with the uh, the office couch idea. Uh, no, no. I I just um, I don't have the room for it down here, Ben. <laughs> it's true. All the available space is taken up by my desk. And the boxes and boxes and boxes of books. You know about those books. I do know about those books. I have yeah. boxes. I actually... I uh, I have I started packing just because of my internet went out and I had some time to kill, and um, I have these three big blue bins. Uh, bins, you know, those big ones. blue bins. <laughs> and so I have four of those blue bins, and seven of the small U-Haul boxes. And they're all full of baseball cards and books, and I'm not done packing the baseball cards and books. I've, like, I, I, I was, I've, I've been starting to pack, you know, things I don't need, right? Things yeah. that are not mission critical to live, and it's coming to a point where it's like, is, do, is ninety percent of what I own, things I don't need? Yep. That's the way it was with me when I went to Canada. <laughs> I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I was like, I'm only putting what I need in my car, right? Yeah. And I had so much room left. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll take <laughs> some stuff I don't need also. Um, yeah, I, I think remember a... I, bought, I bought a whole bunch of trunks. And my first, my first idea was, okay, I'm going to fill this trunk with all the books that I want. I didn't really think about the fact that that trunk was going to be way too heavy at right. that point. Right. It's amazing how heavy it is. So then I filled the other trunks um, three-fourths of the way full and redistrib redistributed the books. And then I was like, oh, wait, now I've got another trunk for other stuff. And so that was my, like, keepsake and and uh, happiness trunk. But, yeah, there's so much stuff that I've lost over the years, Ben. It's kind of amazing. <clears throat> Yep. <sighs> and with I, that, <laughs> I was just wondering if I need to keep every single book that I've ever owned. Probably not. No. Uh, but still, um, you never know when you might need it, Ben. Don't want to. Don't want to make you too uh, upset. Pack racky. Yeah. I said pack racky. I meant pack ratty. Yeah. But for so for whatever reason, pat pat racky sounded better. Pat racky. I got gotcha. you. I was following you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Oh, speaking about which, I need to I need to do my language study at the end. I really fell off of the language study thing once I got back into D and D. Ben, I will not lie. <laughs> well, you, you can only have one hobby. Exactly. That's that's and D and D is a great hobby because it's acting and also <laughs> art and math and storytelling. It's good. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. Um. And as you notice, I didn't talk about work at all, even though, hey, uh, hey Ben, uh, how about this? We're going to end the podcast really soon, but then stay afterwards. Don't hang up. And I'm going to talk to you about work. Okay. What? Is it true? Yes. <laughs> but, but only certain things about work. If you're listening to this, it has nothing to do with anything that Ben can't know about. I'm talking about me and my own deal. And... Maybe we won't talk, Ben. Just hang out and who knows what will happen. 
Paul might It'll even be... tell me the name of the place he works. That is not going to happen. <laughs> it never will. <clears throat> um, all right, Ben. So until next week, I would like to request that you keep it wrong. Yeah. And uh, likewise, I hope you keep it wrong, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right. See you, Ben. All right. Bye.